by leaps and bounds. And you bet we focus upon the, the topic of education and more child care essential to the economy, allowing parents to enter the workforce, of course, providers to support both their businesses and families. And we know the profound effect COVID-19 has had. Let's bring in the conversation, kind of a part two to uh, we followed up, I think, last week, MLPP, the Michigan League for Public Policy, is a nonpartisan policy institute dedicated to economic opportunity for all using a racial equity lens. So bringing uh, you into the conversation to discuss, senior policy analyst with the Michigan League for Public Policy. Good morning to you, Pat Sorensen. Good morning, Shelley. Glad that you are here. Our topic specifically today, meeting Michigan's child care needs. But obviously, I would like to start with the the bigger picture of uh, you sharing us again, the good work of your organization and role. Well, thank you. Yes, the the League is a statewide nonprofit that has been advocating for well over 100 years for policies to promote racial equity, economic security, and also health and well-being for all Michiganders. And at the League, I work on state budget issues that affect children and families. Um, And I also work with partners in the Think Babies Michigan Collaborative um, on child care issues specifically that can both give young kids the opportunity to learn during the earliest years, which is when the brain develops most rapidly, and also, as you mentioned, makes it possible for their parents to work and support their families. Yes. So our conversation, what is the Think Babies Collaborative and why is there a need for this initiative? So the Think Babies Collaborative includes a number of organizations um, and individuals around the state, about 1,400 at this point. Um, And it's focused on the needs of infants and toddlers, uh, one of the most overlooked groups in the state in terms of public policy. Um, Michigan's made great strides in recent years in providing preschool to four-year-olds, and it also provides K-12 education to all children as a public good. Um, But investments in the earlier years have lagged behind. So Michigan was concerned about this. A lot of uh, players in in Michigan were concerned about this and was ultimately one of 14 states to receive support from the Pritzker Children's Initiative to advance a prenatal to three policy agenda. So in Michigan, we we developed that agenda with the assistance of communities and parent leaders and spent about nine months working with nearly a thousand parents, advocates, service providers, researchers, government officials, to come up with an agenda to um, increase high-quality services for infants and toddlers. Let's talk about the next question of what can you tell us about child care policy, budgets, and implementation in Michigan? Take these apart. Well, in some ways, the good news is that COVID, uh, the fallout of COVID-19 has resulted in growing recognition that Michigan has a child care crisis. Um, And really, the elements of that crisis are pretty clear to a lot of parents. Um, You know, first, child care is too expensive for many parents. It can exceed monthly rent or mortgage payments. It can rival college tuition costs and can represent more than half of the income for a minimum wage worker to have just one child, one infant in a child care center. So it's unaffordable for many families. But the, on the flip side, it isn't because teachers in the child care field are earning a living wage. They're some of the lowest paid professionals in Michigan. They earn less than fast food cooks, laundry workers, animal caretakers. 
and sadly approximately half are themselves eligible for some form of public assistance. So clearly we have a financing model that doesn't work. It doesn't work for parents, it doesn't work for providers, and it's not working for businesses either because they're having trouble attracting and retaining workers. So um, we really consider this a gender and racial equity issue because childcare providers run small businesses and uh, they are operating on the narrowest of margins. Um, and providers are almost exclusively women in Michigan and around the country, and they are disproportionately black and brown women. So, so the, the, the problem, of course, has been the low investments that, um, that Michigan has made, um, which has reduced the supply. We've got four out of 10 uh, families in the state live in ch- what we call childcare deserts, where there isn't enough licensed childcare for the kids who are eligible. Um, and in some counties, 10 counties, in fact, in Michigan, they have no licensed childcare center slots for infants and toddlers, mm. um, which, you know, obviously is a huge problem. Um, so, you know, the good news again is that there are coalitions popping up to address the problem. In addition to think babies, business leaders now see this as a crisis that affects their bottom line in terms of recruitment and retention of workers. And um, in Grand Rapids, in fact, the Grand Rapids Chamber has pulled together a coalition of business groups, uh, policymakers, and advocates to come up with creative ideas for financing childcare. And we really applaud those, those efforts. Thank you for that couple minutes left as we do talk with senior policy analysts with the Michigan League for Public Policy on the line to share your specifics when it comes to meeting Michigan's child care needs, Pat Sorensen. Pat, uh, what still needs to be done? How can others help support the work? So with the, the passage of the American Rescue Plan, Michigan has an historic opportunity to use federal funds to reinvent child care. And um, think the Think Babies um, Collaborative has a list of priorities for that for doing that um, that we can certainly hope uh, you'll all sh- share with us. Um, we the decisions right now are um, the are now largely be determined through the state budget process, which is underway. So both the Michigan House and the Senate have proposals um, for how that money should be spent. And let me just say that between the federal relief we got in December and the more recent federal relief, we have $1.4 billion for child care that needs to be spent in Michigan over the next few years. So this is the time, if any, to try to bring about change. And so we hope that people and communities will take action, that they'll uh, think about joining us in the Think Babies movement. Um, we have an action alert right now up on the Think Babies website where you can um, get engaged. Great. Get engaged. Go for it. All right. Thanks, Pat, uh, for your good work on this uh, hopefully a productive Tuesday for you. Is that what day it is? They all blend. (laughs) Pat, thanks uh, again to you and, and of course, your colleague uh, speaking prior uh, in the week prior, meeting Michigan's child care needs on behalf of your uh, Michigan League for Public Policy. Have a good day, Pat. Thank you, Shelley.